do you suffer from mild to severe plaque psoriasis? Then try Renvoke. The active ingredient inside Renvoke is jizz. Some patients have complained about turning into snakes. (laughs) Is it made of jizz? Music. Pictures podcast where we're going to watch every movie released by New World Pictures. I'm Ryan. With me as always is Mark. Hey, I'm really excited to be invited back. Thanks, guys. And Erica. I prefer to be alone when I milk Movini. <laughs> we all do. We all do. And we are in the thick of Night Vember. That's where we watch the New World movies that have the word night in them. <laughs> like you needed me to explain that. You knew what was the score was. <laughs> and in this episode, we're going back to one of the earliest movies in New World's history. We're talking 1972's Night of the Cobra Woman. There was a Garden of Eden where the serpent tempted Eve. But suppose the serpent had tempted Adam instead. Ooh. In Night of the Cobra Woman. <laughs> Venom in her veins and lust in her eyes. A woman of flesh becomes a venomous viper. Don't you understand? Only a human lover could restore my human skin. There is only one antidote for her poison, and few that men sounds about have right. enough of it. <laughs> <laughs> that tracks. She sucks the life from the bodies of men. You made love to another man? I had to. To stay human. She comes to entwine men in her arms. They wanted love. She gave them terror and death. Watch out! Do you think you could love me? She loves through a veil of venom, leaving a trail of horror. Only another woman could combat the curse of the Cobra Woman. I've sucked the years out of your body. Oh. It was the only that, way. Oh, that's what that was Ryan and I's vows. To love her is to be cursed, twisting and turning her away into men's souls. This as trailer long is longer alive, than the movie. You'll feed off my venom. It's long. And stay young. But I don't want to change. Of course. <laughs> if you need to escape. That's so amazing. You still can. If you dare. A slithering, writhing pit of terror in Night of the Cobra Woman. Don't you want to make love? She'll bring pleasure or pain with a flick of her tongue. (coughs) Only the Cobra could satisfy her unearthly desires. 
Killing a snake is like castrating a man. The most terrifying picture you will ever see. Night of the Cobra Woman. From New World Pictures. That's right, 1972's Night of the Cobra Woman. Brought to you by Billy's Embroidered Denim Shirts. (laughs) (laughs) Got a weird name like Duff that you want everyone to know? Let Billy add it directly to your shirt so everyone, even strangers, will say, I guess that guy's name is Duff. <laughs> Let people know who you are with Billy. Um, this In my mind, I thought that maybe his real name was like like Dorothy and he just went by Duff. It's his last last name too. It's his so last, it's like, it's, yeah. oh, it's his last name. Yeah. I thought maybe he just had like maybe a girly, a girly first name. So then... yeah, no, he's one of those guys that you're like, oh, what's your name, Jeff? Like, no, call me Duff. Like, oh, oh right. Jeff all right. Duff. Oh, all right, <laughs> Jeff Duff. <laughs> hey, Jeff Duff. Get on over here. No, don't use both. Oh man. <laughs> But it's G E O F F. G off. G off. D E O F F. Oh, so it's D off? No. Oh, so it's G off, D off? He's like, no, no. damn it. It's Jeff Duff. Jesus. Like, oh. You suck, Jeff Duff. <laughs> Uh, this movie was written and directed by Andrew Meyer, who made some short films in the 1960s before breaking into features with 1970s. That- the Sky Pirate is his first movie. Dear Andrew, what was your inspiration for Night of the Cobra Woman? <laughs> Asking for a friend. Sincerely, Erica. But you can call me Duff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he, he worked, made this one movie before this. According to Corman, Meyer, Meyer was an editor who worked at New World. However, his IMDb page listed as no uh, editing jobs from uh new world pictures so i don't know what exactly he did he might have been an early trailer editor uh this is the days in 1972 this is the days before uh joe dante and alan arkish were cutting trailers from new world so i don't know what exactly he did was he asked to recut certain things and didn't get credit who knows but in any case um corman as he usually does he gives editors chances to direct their own features of course he had already directed one um so uh, after this, though, he only goes on to direct the Lorne Green sections of New World's Tidal Wave, where they took a movie um, from Japan called Submersion of Japan and then just shot new footage for it. Uh, he made those and then he never made another movie again uh, before he passed away in 1987. Oh, wow. Uh, and this stars uh, Marlena Clark in her first lead role in a movie that is after Warner Brothers shelved her first lead role in Bill Gunn's Stop uh, after getting an X rating. Um, Clark had a busy decade in the 1970s, appearing in many genre films like Beware the Blob, The Beast Must Die, which I love that one. That's a great one. Switchblade Sisters, another favorite, mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. re-teaming with Bill Gunn on Ganja and Hess before settling into a role on oh, Sanford. Oh, Ganja goes by Duff now. She so goes it's by, a- oh. It's actually Duff okay. and Hess. <laughs> oh, okay. So. <laughs> she settled into a role on um, Sanford and Son, where she played Lamont's fiance, and uh, but by the 1980s, the roles dried up for Clark, and she gave up on her acting career. She passed away actually earlier this year in May, the same day as Jim Brown, who was her co-star in Slaughter. Oh. At the age of, I think, wow. 83. 
82. Well, good uh, for her. of Cobra Woman, Clark told Fangoria in 2000. She said, when I first read the script, I thought whoever wrote this is either gay or hasn't had a good time with a woman. (laughs) Wow. She said, uh, you you make love to the Cobra woman. And when you wake up, you're old and you die. What an awful vision of women. (laughs) I decided that I wasn't going to think about the Freudian meaning. I was just going to take the check and play a woman who turns into a snake. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> so much of that quote sounds crazy. <laughs> it does. It does. But she's not wrong. Yeah. No, not at all. In the context of the movie, it all makes sense. But if you were yes. to hear, if you're a listener sure. and you've not seen this movie, right. that sounds wild. That sounds mm-hmm. wild. But yeah. But uh, but true. And it also true. kind of real succinctly sums it up. So good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking duff out <laughs> all three of us duffs are out try duffs uh this is speaking of if you haven't watched this movie here's where you can you can watch it on tubi, tubi it tubi. is on shout tv shout and- shout <laughs> still working on their uh, yeah, right. their sound clip. still working on it ah, shout tv <laughs> i actually love that they should use the wilhelm scream Oh, damn it. Copyright. Uh, ah, shout. Oh, yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> uh, it's also on DVD and Blu-ray from Scorpion. I don't think that it is. Uh, I don't think the Blu-ray is very easy to get at this point. The DVD, because nobody likes DVDs anymore. That still collects physical media. But that is still available um, from Scorpion releasing. That's what we watched it on. Mark, you rented it as well. So it's available. I, I it's bought there. it on Amazon. Yes. You bought it. You bought it. Yeah. Yeah, you bought you, you bought, video. You paid for access to their copy. Yes, I did. Um, I did. But if you haven't seen this movie, don't worry. We're going to tell you what it's about right now. Mark, what is Night of the Cobra Woman about? Before I get into what this movie's about, I just I, I have to say table setter something I, it, something that I loved about this movie, and I'm not oh, trying to go no. out of order. Oh, oh, God. But, what down. is this? Night Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> um. This movie has zero fat. Mm. Um, and after after Night Zoo, which had plenty of fat to spare, I I You're talking about the take... naked bodies, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't be so mean have... to that dad in Night Zoo. He was doing the best he can. Oh my god, I are still... we still talking about Night Zoo? He still? Was... <laughs> Jeez. We're never not talking about God. Night Zoo. We will always talk about it. That was definitely a talk that he was doing. But <laughs> thank you. Oh. Thank you. Wow. It's an episode later, but you know what? Vindication. It feels good. But after watching Night Zoo, I have to take the opportunity to quote the esteemed former manager of the Minnesota Timberwolves, David Kahn, when he was referring to Darko Milicek. Milicic, sorry, and said to me this, well, he didn't say this. I'm quoting him. This movie is like manna from heaven. Mm. I love the lack of fat. I love that it just gets to the point. I love that this movie doesn't give you a lot of exposition or any exposition as to why people are where they are and what they've been doing. Doesn't matter. And I'll get to, I'll get to saying more about that in a minute, but it's all this fine and movie. dandy. What in the hell is it about? That's the one thing you can't love about it. What is it about? Who knows? I I know. I know what it's about. 
you don't get into the middle of a hawk snake fight. Mm, nope. You nope. gotta step back and let, let that, that hawk and that snake. That, they let them work go that after out. it. Oh. You gotta that let them. That is work where it Duff out. disagrees. I think you absolutely <laughs> step in. You absolutely step in. If you love that hawk, you step in. If you if you hate that I knew, snake, I knew you were gonna in. take the, the hawk side in that. Of course I would. I'm Lady Hawk. <laughs> but I go by Duff now. Lady Hawk? Boy, wait till you watch Lady Hawk. You're in for a surprise. <laughs> Especially the soundtrack. Yeah, it does yeah. not match the movie. No. no oh, doesn't. no. Something weird about a New World movie? Whatever will it's I not do? not a New World movie. Lady not, Hawk's not, not a New World. Not, not, not New World. God, is it a nearly New World? It feels like a New World movie. It should be. There's got to be a way we can get that thread. <laughs> Squeeze that I just in. Gotta be. Mentioned it. That's enough, right? That's <laughs> that enough? enough. Erica said it might be, so we're talking about it. <laughs> Deal with it. Is there is there another New World subdivision that maybe put it out or was oh. responsible for yeah. the Used distribution Hawks in their movie? Yeah. we could watch I, Lady Hawk. Since I didn't learn about another label that they own till three years in, who knows what surprises are in store? Right. right. Uh, Erica, what is this movie about? This movie. I guess it's about if you fall for a guy with his name embroidered on his shirt, maybe you can't judge a shirt by its embroidered name tag because (laughs) there were layers to Duff that were complicated and unacceptable. He was great. What? He was so. Was he great? I don't. That's the thing. I don't know. I can't. I've watched this movie a couple of times. I can't tell if he is a good actor or not at yeah. all a good actor. Agreed. Oh. I can't figure it out. I can't tell if he's the best or the worst. But he definitely got a, some something about him got a hold of two ladies and they were both obsessed with him. And I was like, this guy? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. And then as I watched the movie and I'm like, I don't know, maybe. I don't know. There's something weird about him. Oh, you were drawn in. I don't know. Because I'm trying to, you know, they both were. So I'm trying to see what they say. But mm. I don't right. know. Well, for me, I thought this movie was, you know, it's it's the origin story of the Baroness. So it's pretty easy. It's the night of the Cobra Woman. <laughs> that is oh, Ryan. a very specific what joke do you mean? for a very limited number of people. Look, wow. those who know, know what I'm talking about. And knowing is half the battle. So, oh my God, <laughs> Jesus, Ryan. Oh my God, Ryan. I'm, I'm, what? I'm upset that Our, I know what you're what talking are you t- about. What? What is the Our problem? listenership is small enough. Everyone just turned it off. <laughs> Everyone just said, fuck this. Well, you know what? I was on was, the fence anyway, there, and now there I'm was out. one other person that was like, oh, I feel yeah. heard. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Hey, write me at Ryan at newworldpodcast.com. <laughs> wow. Because Ryan's the American hero, Ryan G is there. But here's the thing that I actually learned from this movie, is that Cobra Venom can kill you. But also, it can make you young and live forever. Yeah, just the right amount of it. It does two things. It's like Botox, right? Seemingly are on the opposite sides of the spectrum. Yeah, it's like Botox. Like, just the right (laughs) amount of it will make you look great, and too much of it We'll kill you. Yeah. You need to put snake venom in your arm in order to fix it. My God, is that the lesson? I, I think so. I, I think so. Know. Let's have Letterbox sort this out. This oh, is their synopsis. Yes, oh, yes. I've well, never been more excited away, for the Letterbox. <laughs> this is actually oddly uh, accurate. Um, we're on Letterbox, by the way, so give us a follow if you can. After being bitten by a cobra in the in the Philippines, they don't spell Philippines correctly. 
Lena can turn herself into a snake and she stops aging. So far, so good. Correct, yeah. <laughs> okay. The curse okay. comes with a price. It doesn't sound like a curse so far. But anyway, it comes with a price. <laughs> the priestess, Lena, now she's a priestess, <laughs> must consume cobra venom and vital young men to stay young. I, I just want to point out to the listeners, again, who have not seen this movie, that is shockingly accurate. And I know <laughs> yeah, that you yeah. think it shouldn't yeah. be. And I know you're, you're like, saying to yourself, Letterbox must have missed some right. important details. Yeah, you're, they have you listen, not. You're listening to that and you thought, ooh, they're going to punch some holes in that. But we can't. Yeah, they're, I'm pretty they're pissed they're off pretty right, right now that Letterboxd figured out <laughs> what this movie was about and I couldn't. So I guess I'm just a fraud and I need to be taken away from this, have my my microphone taken away. You need to go through a weekend course at Letterboxd University and yeah. you know, they'll they'll teach you what what movies are about so you can better better know in the future but yeah. mark kind of hit the nail on the head he said that this movie jumps right to it and we jump right into it because we've got suddenly outside of this weird cave set that we do visit once in a while we are in the philippines with two nurses who are searching around for herbs and yeah again i don't know letterboxes at herbs letterbox <laughs> help me help me take over letterbox take the wheel Again, this movie has zero fat. So right. little fat right. that they don't bother to tell you why is Lena and her friend going uh, are they why are they at this cave? Why are they going on a walk through the jungle? But I like that because sure. it leaves it up to the imagination of That's the right. viewer. That's right. So instead of getting some big exposition as to what they've been doing in the Philippines, what hospital do they work at, why are they going for this walk, I just thought, hey, they probably need to burn off that double-double animal style that they had for lunch. And Lena's <laughs> like, let's go for a That's hike. That's also I know oddly this. specific. <laughs> you know what, Mark? If Night Zoo taught me anything, it was that I need to be over-explained everything for a really long time. So Night Zoo did not prepare me at all for Night of the Cobra Woman. And yes, it, we are still talking about Night Zoo. We'll never know. Language, no less. But I mean, they could have been like, hey, there's a like really new TikTok trend that we want to go shoot. So there's this cave. Let's go shoot that there. I don't know. I didn't need to know because I built a world that Lena and her friend worked in mm -hmm. and I, in that first five minutes, and that's what this movie does. It gives you an yes. opportunity to create your own story inside a convoluted story. That's right. Well, when, it, when actually I do believe that they were nurses who were helping mm, out I didn't get because that. of World War II, because she talks about the Japanese mm. and being nervous to, to run into them. Why they're in the Philippines, I don't know. I, I there's a lot that I it's I don't know, but it doesn't. I, I just it assumed, doesn't linger. I just, Let's not linger. Let's not linger. I mean, I it assumed we don't know. she was just racist. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, right. Again, right. it's my story, Ryan. It's your I'm story, creating. and it's all correct. It's it's you know. Uh, but Prove what happens is very very quickly is that Marlena Clark walks into this cave. She gets bit by a snake. Lena, right. Lena, yes, the priest, Lena. priestess yeah. Lena, yes. <laughs> she walks, I'm talking the actress's name. She walks into this cave and she gets bit by a cobra and she instantly naturally becomes a cobra woman in a transformation <laughs> sequence that is like leftover from the universal like monster movies. 
where yeah. they just yeah. sort of yeah. she just they just show her face and going from side mm-hmm. to side and slowly transforming with like tons of makeup on her face. And I love mm-hmm. those like fake yellow eyes that clearly uh, are fake yellow eyes <laughs> over her actual real eyes. Mm-hmm. Right. Fantastic. Right. I loved it. I even loved it more when it happens again towards the end of the movie. It's even better and blurrier. And she comes out of it and she's now the Cobra woman. Uh, and if you were like, hey, I don't understand what the heck's happening. Don't worry, because we've got an explanation from Joey Bang. Joy Bang, from known mostly of Messiah of Evil. Uh, and uh, she's an actress. Roger Corman did not believe that that was her actual real name, but it was a married name. Her husband at the time, his last name was Bang. Anyway, here is her explanation. You know, they say that once bitten by the firebrand cobra, it can possess your very soul. That the uh, action of the venom in your bloodstream keeps you always young. What a wonderful piece of information she just happened to run into somewhere along the line in her UNICEF journey. How incredible. Boy. And here I and here I've just been drinking fiber every day thinking it would accomplish the same thing. That ought to help me out. Nope. Taking vitamins like a fool when all you needed was the venom of a fire cobra, uh, right? Something like that, yeah. Wow. Uh, and she, they are. She's at this uh, scientific outpost in the Philippines. She's working for is UNICEF. She? I guess that's what she's supposed. <laughs> Again, we don't know. Is in she Ryan's in your story? story she is. You're allowed to. In my story, she is. I love that they are milking a cobra snake, which is they're 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 Milky. getting the venom out. That's what they call it, mm-hmm. and into this jar, and she, they hand her this jar, and she immediately lifts off the top and sniffs it. And I, <laughs> I, I can't say I wouldn't do the same thing. I'd just be like, "What does you it would smell like?" Sniff it? I don't know. I'd be like, "What does it smell like?" I agree with you. I agree with you. I would. The first thing I do would be like, "I've never smelled this before. I've never smelled let's, cobra let's venom." Give it a whiff. I've got no clue. Um, Joy, I Bang. don't know about that. I, I don't feel like you would smell it. I feel like you're lying. I would. I would. You I would was like, smell it? I'm curious what it would smell like. You Unless you could already that, smell like, it, right? Inhaling the venom would like keep you young. Because <laughs> well, I mean, everybody knows. Then I would definitely smell it, right? <laughs> You'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> like can you hand over the jar? Can we pass the jar around? I'd be like, I'm not done sniffing. You'd be like you dipping mind. it like cologne, just put a little like behind the ears on the wrists. Is Joanna capable or is she trained? I should say, is she trained? Is she experienced? enough to work in a in a laboratory because in my mind it was take your foreign exchange student to work week and that is why she's in the lab because she doesn't seem to have any real qualifications outside of having an unusual uh, uh obsession with venom but i don't know does that come from medical training? That's where they're but studying why? the effects of uh, venom. But they don't explain why, which then leads me to believe that there was that she was really just she was just a foreign exchange student that got brought to a lab and was like, well, she was shown venom and she be- that became her new her new crutch. It became her new thing that she was into. She's like, I guess I'm really into venom on this trip. She wears glasses. I mean, <laughs> I mean what? I mean, what am I missing? Yeah. I mean, she's clearly a scientist. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what mm-hmm. more you needed. She wore a lab coat. She's got a venom kink, right? <laughs> she does. Yes, that is true. But she's not alone in that because she picks up her boyfriend, Duff, 
He's played by an actor named Roger Garrett, who hadn't made many movies prior to this and didn't do much afterwards, perhaps due to the fact that he suffered an eye issue following this production after being so close to the chickens during the cockfighting scene. It's a uh, there's a disease you can get called histoplasmosis. It's a disease where you get you breathe in. Uh, it's a poultry infection and it actually can make you go blind. Yeah. And it it affected him. And he called Marlena Clark. It's a story she tells on the DVD where he called her. He said, I'm going blind because of the chickens and apparently did not affect her, but it affected him. Um, That's because again, back, terrible. To, back to what this movie's about. Don't get in the middle of that stuff. You got to step up, step back, get gotta away, step away. Let those chickens mm-hmm. fight it out. Don't mm-hmm. get in the way. Mm-hmm. Even if you are trying very much to get them angry at each other. So they will fight. That's <laughs> awful. He you got that, that just from attending the cockfight. Yeah. Just from that scene. Which was Jeez. one of the first days of shooting. So it was, but it was after the shoot. And so I don't know what the end story is there. Um, I don't know what happened to him, but it it's basically, uh, you you can breathe it. It's infected uh, yeah. airborne spores into your lungs. So it's just a matter of being near it. And so maybe he was near that uh, particular chicken that she wasn't. Oh, yeah. that's awful. Ugh. Now it's God. I hated, it. I hated the movie Cockfighter. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, but his eyesight only came back when his prize chicken won the championship <laughs> Cockfighter. That's right. End. That's right. And his eyes cleared up. That's horrible. Yeah. Though. Yeah, it is. That's it's, awful. it's awful. It's awful. And it's funny because at the end of the movie, you get a sense of like, oh, looks like he does have histoplasmosis. For sure. Oh, at least in one no. eye. At least in one of his eyes. The well, eye we're not joking about it yet. This movie came out in 1972. We're not joking about it yet. Are you talking about his donger? <laughs> you know what, Mark? If, if that's what makes it your story, if that's what it is in your story, then yes. If that's this is your story, Mark, then yeah. I can't agree to that, Mark. This is your imagination, not that's mine. That's right. It's your story, Mark. <laughs> Um, important things happen to Duff right away uh, in his trip to Manila. One, he buys an eagle off the street. And guess what? It's not his first eagle. <laughs> he is a two-time eagle owner. I didn't realize you could own an eagle. Yeah. I didn't realize you Duff could buy double it off the eagles. Double eagles. Oh, my God. Can that be the name of our new band? Double eagles? <laughs> Duff's double eagles. Our new band? What was the old one called? Uh, late stage Hellraisers. <laughs> oh no, is Joel still in? Joel, are you still in? You haven't been to practice in a number been of years. Years. <laughs> Joel Swanson, let us know. Let us know if you're still in. No, blink two times if you're the, in. The, this is um, this is one of the few times that we get exposition because we learned that he had a hawk before, an eagle, a, an eagle. Sorry. Yeah, and he so, said I went hunting with it and shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he just got really casual. That's, well, he had when his you're moments. Explaining like you and your eagles, you and your eagle. No one's gonna understand. Yeah, so yeah. you have to like try to play it cool. Yeah, you know, because people are gonna be like, "The fuck, you owned an eagle?" And you're gonna be like, "Yeah, we went hunting and shit." When really he was like getting it little treats and a bell, and he was like petting it and nussling it and being like, "Come on, give it little kissies." <laughs> Yeah. He didn't hunt. He didn't hunt together. That was his little buddy. Right. That's right. That was his eagle that's buddy. Right. That's right. That he just meant he didn't. He also didn't just get chill. 
That guy arrived in the Philippines as That's true. chill as fuck. That's true. He was. And he maintains no matter what you throw at old Jeff Duff, he is he Joff is tranquilo. You mean Joff Dioff? Joff Dioff. He is tranquilo with everything. He is. He is. He yeah. takes like everything that happens to him with a like a like, okay. Oh, I guess I have to bring you fresh victims now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when he has that little oh, sort of like spat I, I with need, his girlfriend i need your venom to live okay but they don't even have a spat when he goes to see her and he's laying down in bed and and she's like what's wrong and he's like i don't want to talk about it and then he's like oh i love and that then he's moment. just like a second later he's no, like he he says he says he's like all i know is i've never been more afraid of anything in my life and she said what happened he's like I don't want to talk about it, <laughs> which yeah. I thought was amazingly funny. Like how you cannot just, that's also on her because you can't bring up and lay something like that down. Mm-hmm. I'm so fucking scared. I'm laying in your bed and I'm just telling you, I've never been more scared in my whole life. What's going on? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I, Let's do I, something I, else. Like what? Yeah. And then they bone. And then they bone. Yeah, I I've guess never it works. been more scared in my whole works. life. Let's get it on. Never been so scared that you may not have sex with me. <laughs> Petrified. He may be the most restrained character we've ever seen in a New World Pictures movie. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So they he normally does go the other the other way, the entirely the other right. way. Yeah. Right. It's like they were just and seeing if they could throw the most, the, as much stuff as they could throw at this particular actor and just see what reaction they could get. And I'm like, he just reacts the same way all the time. I don't know. We're throwing <laughs> everything at him and we can't get any yeah. kind of reaction. I don't know. When he runs into his army buddies, same non-plus approach. When yep. he's about to have sex, same non-plus approach. When his, when his eye is being replaced with a yellow eye, mm-hmm. he's still... He's like, I guess I got I got a cloudy eye now. You should get out of here. That's how he probably called Marlena Clark after the production was like, hey, <laughs> I guess I'm going blind to those chickens. So I don't know. Hope your eye's okay. I can't see. <laughs> see, I can't tell. Was that the best performance you've Is ever done, amazing? Ryan, or the or worst? Terrible. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I can't tell. Here's the other thing that happens to Duff outside of his double eagle. He gets bit by a snake and has the poison taken out by the a local woman who just happens to be the nurse from the very beginning of the movie, who is wildly older and has a son who I who is is had a problems because he has run afoul of the Cobra woman. Mm-hmm. Is that the son or is that the guy that attacks her in the, in no, the beginning? It, the guy that attacks her in the beginning, it's because 20 to 30 years have passed. I believe that that has been, that's the son, I believe of that. Okay. Forced union okay. that we start the movie. Oh, out that makes sense. I, I that guess. Makes sense. I mean, I guess I don't a hundred percent know because she protects him. And I feel like, why would she protect a guy that forced himself on her and then shot her in the stomach. And it only, and, and the only reason she lived is because her friend just happened to get bit by a, a, a magical snake that may turned her into a cobra woman. So again, listeners, I, I don't if know. you're scratching your head, it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's okay. okay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay. okay. We're, that's we're here to help. We're don't, here to help. Don't you. forget this movie was made for people to make out to in a drive-in. 
So this is not. They, they were thinking you would just notice a few things every so often and it would be enough, you know? <laughs> um, uh, Joanna shows up uh, to, to get Duff and brings him his pet eagle, which is named Dirk. Dirk! Dirk! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ben St- Did she, uh, and she named him. She named, she named him, him Dirk. Yeah. Yeah. He, he Duff doesn't and like Dirk, it. Dirk, eagle and man, best friends for life. <laughs> <laughs> she named him Dirk. So, was, so if Duff's goes, if Duff goes by Duff because that's his last name, then the eagle's name was Dirk Duff. <laughs> so now we've got Jeff Duff and Dirk Duff. Jeff and Dirk Duff, a man and eagle combo. Hello, Duff residents. This is Jeff. Oh, you were calling for Dirk? No problem. One second. <laughs> He's coming. Just hang on. <laughs> what does happen though is that my imagination for this movie yeah, has, just has, it's your story. It's your story. story. It's your story. Of Dirk Eagle. You can let it go wherever but it, you want. But it would be more along the lines of, oh, you're calling for Dirk? Hold on. He's coming. <laughs> let me get him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So he's coming. Dirk, Hold on. Phone is for you. <laughs> I just imagine that Dirk is not chill. Right. Dirk is all wild. And he that's why he needs <laughs> he needs, snatches the phone. He needs Duff because Duff is so yeah. chill. Yeah. But Joanna brings the brings Dirk and Dirk has a giant fight with the snake and wins. Mm-hmm. Uh but gets the other nurse killed along with Mulvini, mm-hmm. the cobra that Lena is merging with. And speaking of merging, Lena's also merging with Duff in a cave. She, so she doesn't see him. But I have a question. What happened to Dirk after that scene? I mean, one of the, I, the, one of the things that I... Uh, there's also and, a lot of snakes I mean in, this in your stories. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't mean in this oh, movie. Oh, oh, Clearly oh, the, the, oh. the bird never... The oh. bird disappears forever. But what happens in your movies? Oh, the bird... Um, Turned into a human. <laughs> Dirk turned into a human. There's a has human to all along. He has to continue to mate with other humans to stay young and, and bird free. Sure. That makes yeah. sense. That tracks. Yeah. I kind of thought that he was now part of a bird show at Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> right. <laughs> to this day. How long do to eagles live? I mean, they live a long time, don't they? Depends on how much snake venom they get. <laughs> True. True. Yeah. True. It depends on if they eat one of those mangoes near Lena's cave. Now I want to look up how long eagles live. (laughs) (laughs) It's important. It's important. I just said it's important. It's important. Uh, she, uh, the Lena, of course. Oh, no. What? It's only 20 to 30 years. Oh, oh, no. That's it. So eagles but have and they calculated? Have they calculated how much uh, how the much oldest that time eagle is impacted ever by was only thirty one years old and eight months? What are they? How but they it affected didn't get by venom. venom? That's true. It didn't get venom. Yeah, they you could have lived another forty years. years in the wild. Oh no! That seems oh, like no. a good long time for a bird. It does. Oh. Actually, it does. It's not. Parrots can live to be like a hundred. <laughs> But you well, asked me specifically about eagles, and I didn't know that, Ryan. I only knew about parrots. That's why they call them the turtles of the well, sky. You do 
you do wear glasses, so I have to take this as scientific fact you. because you're clearly a scientist. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, what part of the plot are which part of the story are we in I, right now? It doesn't where are matter. we? Doesn't matter. I don't know. Uh, I, I guess we're at a point where like Duff has has uh, he has finally met with Lena. She milks the life out of him, making him old and her young. Mm-hmm. And but then extracts a bit of venom from the dead nurse from the very beginning. That the has last died. bit of venom. The last bit, because of course yeah. Joanna. Steph's girlfriend has stolen a jar of venom mm-hmm. that she kept out, I think, in a very easy to find location. Yeah. But right. she stuffed it into her purse and runs out. And Lena instructs Duff that they need to get the venom back from Joanna that she stole. And he goes to get it at the lab, but it's knocked over by that monkey. Mm-hmm. And he only gets a little bit mm-hmm. because they yeah. left all that venom near the monkey cage. With the jar open. <laughs> now, Ryan, did you watch this movie until the end of the credits? I did. Of course I did. <laughs> I need to know. Of course I did. If early final question, were any animals harmed in the making of this film? They don't say because <gasps> this was not at a time where they were required by the ASPCA to like mention that no animals were harmed. They only mentioned a thank you to a laboratory. For testing on a bunch of animals. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you for letting us kill some animals in your laboratory. <laughs> Alabang Serum Laboratories, which is still there in the Philippines, and they thank them in the end credits. However, um, Corman says in his interview on the DVD, he says that they uh, used real snakes. Corman mentions in his interview on the DVD that uh, they used fake snakes when they were close to, very close to the cast. Oh, but- really? It's never obvious. <laughs> Audio wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in fact, there there's a lot of snakes in this movie, and you don't really know which are the snakes that are the magical snakes and which yeah. ones aren't right. because they right. kind of all look the same. Yep. So you have to just assume they're all magical snakes. Well, you have to look but yet for that they're not one all with treated. The red. But, you the red diamond. Yeah. On, uh, but that's yeah. when that's when it's sitting up, and there's a right. lot of snakes just slithering on the ground. Mm-hmm. Sure. I will say though, when Joanne Joanne is that her name? Joanne when mm-hmm. she steals Joanna the, Joanna when she steals the venom, yeah, from Lena, we learn two. We learned something very specific about both of them. In Joanna's case, she's terrible at stealing because mm-hmm. you can tell immediately she's she's not hiding it well. She wasn't smooth about it. But we also learned that Lena's not the kind of person to call that out. Just come out and accuse yeah. somebody. She yeah. doesn't want to be considered rude. Now, mm-hmm. she will have sex with you and suck the life out of you. Sure. Mm-hmm. That of she will do. But right. I assume that's because this is consensual. And so mm-hmm. you've signed up to be turned into a snake man at that point. Mm-hmm. Joanna, on the other hand, she doesn't want to call her out and be embarrassed. And I think it was a kind of a nice, subtle twist in both of their characters. They showed vulnerability. You know, after after Geoff Dioff is uh, has sex with Lena. <laughs> sure. I, I'm just moving the plot along for the listeners because I'm sure they're confused. But I, after that <laughs> happens. What plot? I just. <laughs> after that, Lena goes on a succession of meeting men. And right. I, right. And giving them what I can only assume was 
early 1970s facial, like clay facial masks. And I have to say the Mm. technology has really improved in facial masks. They looked (laughs) terrible in the 70s. They look, they can look a little odd now, but they looked awful back then. To your point earlier, though, she was okay with sucking the life out of those men because, like you said, it was consensual because they saw her and she's already molting. And so her skin right. is looking pretty bad. And they're still yes. like, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so no, like- this is one of those is my favorite scene, not to tip the hat. I'm, we'll get back to it. But I just. Almost immediately, their faces are covered in, uh, yes. I assume, a clay mask. It's not an avocado mask because it's brown. Um, and I, you know, I didn't, I guess the movie doesn't explicitly say that Lena's an esthetician, but it's pretty, you pretty quickly deduce that when she's mm-hmm. not being the baroness of the Cobra, she is an esthetician because I assume being a baroness doesn't pay well. So you got to have a side gig, <laughs> If right? you're going to suck the life out of these men, the least you can do is leave them with a facial mask on so that their skin will be <laughs> soft and supple at least, but older. Yes. <laughs> well, again, the technology's improved a lot better. <laughs> Ease them into this newfound oldness by also giving them a facial mask. I mean, I think she does a great job right. with that. Right. Some of these right. dudes are probably going to, you know, look better with age anyway. Yeah, no, that's true. That's that's very true. Some yeah, some of them might actually be like, wow, I, yeah. I wasn't looking so hot before, but now yeah. I look older and sophisticated. All their friends are like, ah, there's something different about you. I can't quite put my finger on it. You have a sense of mystery about you, and also a super cloudy eye. Like, is everything okay? <laughs> you, ooh, I like that. <laughs> I got something caught in my eye. <laughs> I guess I have one weird eye now. <laughs> Anyway, my girlfriend's a snake, and Dirk's gone, but other than that, I'm okay. Yeah, everything's cool. Oh, wait, you should probably leave. Lena's coming back. Lena, she does tire of being human. Relatable. As we all do. Um, She tires of being human and uh, decides to become one with Mulvaney. Yep. And join her serpent form. The best part of this is that she tells Duff to keep her safe. And the minute she transforms into a snake, Vic Diaz runs in and chops her up with a knife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I was like, great job, Jeff. Yeah. Great job. <laughs> Geoff, you really did it. You yeah. nailed it. You had it's one like, job, Oh, Geoff okay. Off. You have to protect me. Here he comes in with a knife. Now, granted, she becomes now several snakes instead of one. That's all that that, that ends up doing. Again, but- listeners, if you watch this movie, it'll all make sense. Trust yeah. us. It, well, it, what we said will make sense because you're like, oh, this is actually in context of a movie. Mm-hmm. It won't make sense in the movie, per se. Depends on what what story you weave in your world of imagination in your mind. It's going to be your story, no matter what it is. Whatever, whatever mm-hmm. you think happened in this movie, mm-hmm. you're right. Mm-hmm. You're 100% right. I like that positivity, Ryan. Is that... <laughs> Leads me to my next point, which is things we loved <laughs> and things we hated. <laughs> Mark, what's something that you loved? You touched on a few things earlier. 
Anything else that you loved? Um, there's two things that I loved about this movie. One, Geoff Dioff's consistent inability to emote like a normal human. Yep. <laughs> yep. Astounding, really. It 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 honestly put a spell on me. I couldn't mm-hmm. wait for another scene for him to show up because mm-hmm. I was I I it's like no matter what crazy situation you put him in, reaction's mm-hmm. going to be the same. Yep. Super mm-hmm. chill, sort of disinterested. I think he might be uh he might be my Oscar contender or our worldy contender for Ooh. best actor. Best for actor 2023. best male performance. Wow. Best male yeah. performance. Wow. It almost felt like the director was behind the camera like, okay, hey, Duff, for this next scene, okay, she's going to walk up. She's going to tell you that you need to stay with her forever because you're becoming a snake. Make sure to undersell it. And action. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't think he even had to add that last part. I think he just said I action. I've, and I don't know. It felt I like think he was. That's, I think that's that was how his, that was his way. Was. You think that's how he was? No. I think that's just the way it was. Yeah. Second, second thing I loved about this movie, and it could, it is a bit of a question for you guys, but I'll oh. say, uh, but is this Hellraiser before Hellraiser? Wow. Oh, wow. Hmm. Hmm. There's a lot of pleasure. There's a lot of pleasure and pain going on. Mm-hmm. You know, there certainly is. There's some cheating happening. Is. She has to find new, new, new semen. I, I, I mean that by military men. To keep herself, we don't young. know if they were in the navy. <laughs> <laughs> they're in the Philippines. I'm, right, I'm, I'm right. assuming they're, they're on, hey, the they're sea. on leave. They're on, they're on leave. They're so on leaves. And she has her boyfriend go find those men for her. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's some similarities there. Well, then you're talking. It's closer to Hellbound, right? Because in Hellraiser, the first Hellraiser, she goes sure. out okay. and brings the men okay. to. Frank, okay, point, but... ca- point, counterpoint. <laughs> right. I, I, I'll go with you. It's on that an one. inverse. It's an inverse Hellraiser. I'll give you that for sure. For sure. I didn't say that it had the simple plot of Hellraiser because mm. this does mm. not have a simple to understand plot like Hellraiser, where you know Correct. everybody's intention and you know where they come from. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying there's a lot of similarities between the two movies. Erica sold. She seems sold. That's a real think piece. I'm really, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I agree. I don't know if I disagree. Wow. What a real duff move. <laughs> what a take. What a hot take. Such a duff move. What a hot take. Uh, Erica, what is it with something you loved? I really loved the makeup effects. I just thought they were just terrific. And maybe this bleeds a little bit into things that I hated, but. Um, they were, they were just so simplistic, but just ridiculous, just ridiculous enough that it was, of course, unrealistic looking and at times like what? silly, but I, I don't know. It was a charm by it. it brought me in like mm. sort of doing this, like mm. that little sort of moving the camera, making it like wavy. And then it was, it was a little bit cloudy mm-hmm. and then it mm-hmm. would it would be like painted eyes over closed eyes oh, and then those eyes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. 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 It's yeah. I really like the, I really like the uh, makeup. I loved some of the lines in this movie. They're pretty terrific as I went, went over some of them and including this one from the trailer, this exchange, just amazing. Let's chow down here and munch on some grinding. <laughs> 
See what I'm saying? It's an incredible line. It was so good. Really enjoyed it. Um, that was, you know, the ending scene when they just decided to eat the snakes. Actually, they they ate Dirk. That's what happened to Dirk. They all had a big giant meal. The snakes had the revenge and ate Dirk. Uh, there's a great line in this where they where he does see the uh, military guys in the restaurant, and it's just as 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 Duff is coming into the restaurant. One of the guys says, "How much longer do we have to stay in this town? I'm getting sick of shrimp." <laughs> I mean, that, it had some amazing. incredible lines in this well, is movie. That? Mm-hmm. It had yeah. some wild lines to it, uh, including that one, that exchange from the trailer. You made love to another man. I had to, to stay human. <laughs> I mean, contextually, she's right, but also that lo- that exchange is so silly. Yeah, it's so silly. I I I, I just loved it. Um, yeah, there's some great lines in this movie. I think it's it has a lot of fun to it. There's a lot of fun stuff to it. Like you said, Mark, this movie's 78 minutes. It clips along. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. no fat. It is not trying to tell you what it's about. It's not really trying to explain anything to you. But it's nope. just saying, look, we got a lot of wild stuff to happen. We got some kooky lines in here. Enjoy yourself. That's all it's trying to do. But let's switch to things we hated. Erica, what's something oh, you hated? My God, we're starting with me. I hated. What they did, Vic uh, Diaz. Yeah. They really did mm-hmm. him dirty in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was For really sure. no reason that he needed to have like a hunchback and like these yeah. weird fake teeth and the, the um, messed up eye. Like that was all it, so like they did him dirty in this. He also, had no but, lines. Right. He just he like couldn't talk. giggles and like. Makes little noises throughout, like they just. They did but also, it betrays the whole thing because she says that she tried to make, she made love to the snake woman, and now he's this mute hunchback. Yeah, isn't he just sense. supposed to be old? Like I don't, what I know, I don't, what is, what what is that about? Yeah, I don't they did him dirty. Or dirty. is he indeed the soldier from the beginning and got cursed? I I don't I, I, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't like it. Yeah. It, either way, yeah. I mean, Vic Diaz, uh, who is in almost every movie that they made in the Philippines, yeah. um, including we saw him earlier as a playing a gangster and mm-hmm. cover girl models real, earlier this year, which I felt like he was underused in that, but he was, was very he good in in. too hot to handle too. Yes. He plays yeah. the other cop. Yep. He yep. plays the yep. main guy's partner. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, you know, so he, he will have more. We're going to watch more Vic Diaz. When we watch more of the, the movies that they did in the Philippines. Yeah. And this one was definitely like, yeah. Kind of disappointed. Did him dirty. It's a little disappointed. Did him dirty. For sure. Mark, what's something you hated? Two things that I hated. Um, oh. One, I think that uh, Jeff is terrible in this movie. <laughs> and <laughs> is he sh- for all the shit that's going on around him, you would think he would have some sense of emotion. The, mm-hmm. the wildest shit is happening all around him. Mm-hmm. And he is so nonplussed about everything. And two, this might be the worst Hellraiser sequel I've ever seen. (laughs) That's true. Well, I don't know. We watched all of them and ranked them, Mark. So I know for sure. New ranking. New ranking. Start now. Ready? Everyone, let's begin. But you're watching it as a sequel (laughs) when you should be watching it as a prequel. Well, that's a thing I loved. Yeah. So, right. it, you know, and he loved I, the I'm torn. Aspect. 
but hated the sequel aspect. I get it. <laughs> exactly. That makes, makes sense. You can't have it all, Mark. But in my world of imagination, I can. And your <laughs> this is your movie, Mark. You can hate and love whatever you like. I hated that uh, that Dirk didn't come back. Me why didn't too. Why didn't he come back? Yeah, I don't know. And I, I, I wanted him. to come back. It was maybe a shame. he was like 29 when they filmed this, and then he passed right. away. Right, mid only, mid shoot. Because we learned that Eagles only lived to be 30. It's really, and that's in captivity. They only lived to be 25 in the wild. This is really you're really taking this hard. I mean, this is a weird like this movie. I think you know is I didn't hate this movie at all, and I, I just think it doesn't really know what it wants to be. And it's not really. You didn't hate this movie at all. Not, not really. even a little no, bit. No. It didn't piss you off. No. No. Nope. No. 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 Because we are four years into this. No. If we watched this year one, it didn't piss you off when it, that monkey was being tested on. I didn't like that. Yeah, for sure. I didn't like when that. that snake got chopped up. N- yeah, but which it went I don't. Back together. I don't know about that. Well, but it, it went didn't. back it just together. Grew more yeah. snakes. It grew more snakes. It grew into yeah. other snakes. Is yeah, my, but I mean, th- but those were whole snakes. Is my point. Sure. Yeah, that sure. pissed me off because that shouldn't have happened. That's not how snake I, science works. I don't know. I, it's it's. Uh, if eagles can only li- live to be twenty five in the wild, then snakes can't ma- become multi snakes when chopped up. It's, no, that's incorrect. Uh, well, I mean, it didn't really. I just felt like this movie didn't quite know what it wanted to be, and maybe that's why Mark feels like it's a Hellraiser sequel because <laughs> they. It doesn't. It's like, are we a horror movie? I guess. But also we just have a lot of weird stuff in it. So it's like really atmospherically dramatic, but Mm -hmm. it's not really a horror film. Again, the more I'm saying this, the more it does sound like a Hellraiser sequel. But it 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 just like it's like I don't know if it's a horror film. It's supposed to be. I think that's what they were intending. Again, this is really sounding like a Hellraiser sequel. (laughs) Well, let let me ask you. The monkey and and the snakes was chopping up the snakes. Did that bother you more than shooting a domesticated elephant in a zoo? We're still talking about night Are zoo. We still talking about night zoo. <laughs> I, it's it's uh... just a question. <laughs> I will. The only thing about that, which of course I didn't like that they did that, but the only thing about that is that it actually had a point. But here's the thing. When he chopped up the snake, it also was a point. He was trying to kill Mulvaney, you know? Right. I mean, there was a point and, to it. And by chopping up the snake, it unlocked the box. And I'm fairly certain in night... <laughs> right. That it fell off the, the uh, where all the candles... It was hidden behind a candle, and it yeah. just fell off the little yeah. altar. Right. And Night Zoo, I'm pretty certain they didn't actually shoot an elephant. But they may <laughs> have chopped up a snake in this... <laughs> Yeah. And they, I don't know. Do you We're know not, how hard it is to chop up an elephant? They didn't chop up an elephant. <laughs> Do we need to rewatch Night Zoo? Why are we still talking about Night Zoo? <laughs> it's November. Uh. All right. <laughs> Let's switch to yeah. favorite scene. Erica, what's your favorite scene? I don't know for sure. <laughs> The scenes don't feel like... Well, here's the time to figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. The scenes are bizarre. and and Pick one. But there's such a jumpy... Like, there aren't a lot of smooth edits. There aren't a lot of... Yeah, we saw it. (laughs) I'm sorry. Go ahead. I guess my favorite scene would have to be that final scene where... Duff just this is it it's the final scene yeah. it's like this is it this is our ending and he's just like hey 
don't don't turn right now like you don't have to do this don't do it like it's this is like a pivotal moment the ending of the movie ending of the movie and he's like laying on the ground and the snake is there and it's he's still just like hey calm down like let's let's not let's not lose our heads here like he's still just he tells (laughs) joanna he's like you better go sorry joanna it's over i'm gonna be with lena now yeah and then he lays down on the floor and puts snakes on himself yep and that's it that's it yeah and you were like what (laughs) yeah and then it just ends she walks out she's like darn okay she eats a mango she eats a mango and then that's it so yeah i guess that's my favorite scene there you go. There it is. <laughs> this is my favorite scene. Yeah, you seem pretty chill about it. Mark, yeah, what was your favorite that's scene? It, guys, that's my favorite scene. My favorite scene was when the uh, random field worker stumbles upon Lena hiding in the shrubs next to the mm-hmm. field mm-hmm. because it really showed the vulnerability of men and how. When working in a field, if you stumble upon a woman who is down to fuck, even though she has a, a an incredible eczema breakout going on, mm-hmm. you'll have sex with her. Right. No questions asked. I mean, I'm on my break, so I guess this is a good time. I'm on my 15-minute break. I get two tens and a 15, and this is yeah. my 15. I, also, I guess also when you're working outside all the time, underpants are optional. Right. Yes. Sure. That's what I learned from that scene. Just took to you, I guess, dealer's choice on that one. Oh, well, it was more like a swimsuit. So the under the underwear is actually sewn yeah. into the pants. No, no shirt. Yeah, he barely had yeah, anything on. Just felt like, is that the company dress code? No shirt, no underpants, no problem. <laughs> Do you think that he tucked when he pulled the pants down that he had a tuck going on? He, in he the front, tuck himself in like, to- are we still talking about night suit? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god. He may have tucked. He may have tucked. He definitely tucked in night zoo. My favorite scene is another small moment with Duff. And it's a scene where Duff is sitting in the hallway while Lena is killing the soldier that Duff has lined up for. And he just sits down and out of curiosity, he like hits the bell. And then the bell summons the bellhop to come over and he's like, oh, right. no, no, thank you. And then right. the bellhop stands next to him and he sits there and he looks at the bellhop and he looks down the hallway. I'm like, you talk about this movie not having any fat. This scene did not ha- need to be in this movie at all. There is no other than we needed something to break up the scene that's going on with Lena. But but that's the I thing. Don't know. I kind of love that little moment, this little dumb moment where we see Duff ring a bell, not talk to the, the, the bellboy. I mean. It just was so, it was just such an awkward little scene and I just kind of loved it, you know? I thought it was a wonderful character exploration of two people who don't want to be doing what they're doing (laughs) in that moment. Exactly, exactly. And both of them are wondering, how long do I have to hang out before it's cool for me to walk away? (laughs) Unfortunately for the bellhop, then something happens and he has to jump in mm-hmm. there, but uh, he has to hop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he does. Here's our final questions. Here's some final questions for Night of the Cobra Woman. Um, do you think Joanna bought that yellow feather hat in Manila, or do you think she brought it to Manila? Mm. Like this hat will be great when I'm in the Philippines, mm-hmm. or she brought it. Okay, 
Yeah. She brought it. I sold it. I sold that. Yeah, the way you sold it. Yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. I kind of sold that. I oversold it. I should have undersold it. Yeah. Like Duff, but I oversold it. Damn. Oh, well. Yeah. Mark, agree? I totally agree. Okay. (laughs) I mean, there's, it's, you can't fucking argue with that point. It's that clear. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's it's true. Uh, Speaking of Joanna, do you think she's dead now that she ate that mango? 100%. Oh, yeah. Certainly. When she took the bite, of, of I was course. like, oh, no. Yeah. 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 And I, then they then they sort of pan over to the tree and just down. And that was it. And, and so just, I was like, well, yep. she's dead. Yep. See ya. Mm-hmm. She's dead. What would have really made me feel good, though, was maybe if like we would have heard like a <laughs> And then Duff, you, know, <laughs> right. you would know that Duff was alive. No, Dirk. 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 Dirk Duff, you mean. Durf, yes. Durf, <laughs> Durf. Dirk Duff. Dirk Durf? Durf. Durf. Is his name Dirk? <laughs> they call him Dirk for short. Dirk Duff? Durf. Durf. Oh, you would know that Dirk was alive. Yeah, we just took his first name, his last name, and we scrambled it all together. <laughs> and made it into Durf. Yes. Dirk is back, and Geoff is covered in snakes. Yeah. That's the, end, yeah. that's the end of the movie. Yeah. And Dirk comes in, kills all those snakes on him, and then he's like, shit. It would have also yeah. been hilarious if they go back to Dirk and, or, damn it. It would have also Durf? been hilarious. His name is Durf now. <laughs> it would have also been hilarious if they go back to Duff and he had so much venom that he was just like a baby crawling around with his <laughs> He's like, ah, ha, goo goo. <laughs> oh no, he has too much venom. He's a baby now. Does the venom regress you in age? It's your story. It it's all works. It's your story. story. Um, question about Lena. If she needs Cobra venom mm-hmm. and then she also takes the youth from men. Mm-hmm. Why does Duff and the monkey that they're exper- experimenting on only need the venom to stay young? Wait, what? Well, <laughs> she needs to stay young by having sex with men and also venom. But Duff doesn't need to have the sex with people and kill them. He just needs the venom. And same with the monkey. So that seems like a specific... The Sucking the life from men is specific only to Lena. She said that he would be fine as long as he never left her. So I assume that also Because she has the venom in her. She has all venom in her. And he needs the venom to keep staying young. Oh, right. So I guess, was the sucking the life from men an actual thing? Or is that just something Lena did for fun and sport? Mm -hmm. Well, she says at one point that she hates being human. That's at the end when she decides to like become one with... Movini. So at first I was thinking, oh yeah, no, she that was just an add-on that she just right, right, a little bit of fun add-on. But then she says she hates being human. So fuck if I know. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. Yep, it's a tough one. I don't know. (laughs) What happens to Duff now after he's covered in the snakes? Yeah, I mean, now that he's now what? You just hang out in that house, just living with snakes. Occasionally getting a bite or two just to keep him young. I mean, yeah, now it's yeah. like kind of the Cobra man. So, you know, tomorrow he's going to head out to that field and be behind some leaves like, hey. Yeah. But does he now have to have sex with yeah people and suck yeah. the life from them? Sure. I mean, he's not a part snake. He needs her venom. She yeah, even had teeth I mean, at one point that she showed off like she had. Yeah, the, that's the true. Layer of the white worm or white worm kind of action. I think that he just ends up renting out a room in Airbnb to kind of help pay the rent. And he hey. just kind of hangs out. 
that top shelf, there's a box of crackers, but those are mine. Those are my favorite. So don't touch those if you can. Okay. Oh, you ate them all? Oh, well. <laughs> okay. Mm. That's cool. I can buy more. Hey, let me know yeah. if I get any calls. I'm still waiting to hear from my buddy, Dirk. <laughs> I haven't heard from him in a little while. He's my eagle. I love going hunting with him and shit. Uh, let's get into some research. This is this is yet another Corman movie made with Sirio Santiago's Premier Productions. If we recall, that he started making this movie uh, studios um, out just outside of Manila. That's how much he was shooting movies uh, in in uh, in the Philippines. And that somewhat ends when we get to Cover Girl models, which we talked about earlier this year. It was shot with the working title Movini's Venom, which makes a lot of sense. Um, this is mm-hmm. what. Hellraiser 10, Mulvini's Venom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is what Marlena Clark said about the production. She said, I don't want to put the filmmakers down, but the <laughs> but here we go. But the level of professional <laughs> but the level of professionalism was not what I was accustomed to, she said. Oh. Uh, she continues, I never would have been relaxed around all those snakes anyway, but you certainly don't feel like you've been taken care of when the snake handler keeps forgetting to milk the cobras. The director says, okay, we're ready for the scene where Marlene's, uh, Marlene is surrounded by snakes. I asked the handler, have you milked the snakes yet? Are you Were sure the they don't have any? pregnant? No, that's when they like squeeze the venom out of from their teeth. That's oh, what they did like in that jar. That's in the very it. beginning. I, I, I'm sorry. I was very confused there. Um, well, you don't have glasses. You're not a scientist. I get it. <laughs> um, are, you, uh, are you sure they don't have any venom? And he can't remember. So I'm just imagining she's like, have you milked the cobras? And he's like, me, 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 me. Oh, shit. No, I didn't. Hold on. I just need 20 oh. minutes. Um, yeah. So she she uh, then said she also says in the DVD that she then after that incident happens, she would not be in any scene until she actually she had to watch that happen. She had to make sure she saw the, mm-hmm. the cobras uh, get their venom milked out before mm-hmm. she would do the scene. And his interview on the DVD, uh, Corman, oh, Corman, sorry, Corman, let's get into his part of it. Corman was mostly unpleased with the results of the movie. Um, Here is what he says about the movie here in this book I have, The Movie World of Roger Corman. Um, He said uh, it, it had a very interesting premise, but was not as successful as some of the others. (laughs) That's, that is... That that's a very Roger phrasing. If I've ever heard it, I think there was a very simple reason In a horror or science fiction film. You can start with as outlandish a premise as you want, providing you are then logical in the treatment of the premise. I think the writer violated the laws of logic several times within the film. <laughs> we were doing a I number dis- of scenes. Disagree. Spawn. Well, we, Roger, well, we agree to disagree on that. Hey, one. That in Roger's movie, that's what happened for him. Okay. Um, <laughs> we were doing a number of scenes spontaneously at that time, and in my final meeting with him before going to Manila, I pointed this out to him and said that upon his arrival on location, he must have this straightened out, but that he must solve, but uh, that he must solve these problems logically. But he did not. The film, although it was a well-produced, directed, and acted as any of the other low-budget horror films, did not do as well, and I always believed it was because of that break in the logical chain. Years later, when he's interviewed for the DVD, he has a slightly different uh, take where he says that uh, it wasn't a huge hit, but it was, quote, a solid success for us, end quote. So 
Hmm. He softened on it, I suppose, over the years. Um, but much like the snakes, New World did milk the hell out of this movie um, as it screened for several <laughs> years. Nice. Um, nice. nice call. Nice, nice pull there. I like that. I like that. Uh, so Night of the Cobra Woman actually it starts in like March of 1972. They start opening it in Louisiana. And uh, Night of the Cobra opens in March in Louisiana and then sort of runs through the rest of the year until it's in Florida in December. And it mostly plays along with Lady Frankenstein, which is a movie that came out in 1971 for New World as it played in drive-ins. Pretty much only plays with that. And then maybe it plays with a slightly different movie. But it basically plays for like two more years and played in Los Angeles for only a few days in June of 73. So it kind of just continuously runs through drive-ins throughout. Um, So we've mentioned this a few times on this podcast. I know this is stuff that you're not unfamiliar with, but I was looking uh, at... Roger Corman's New World Pictures, uh, an oral history, volume one. And there's an interesting, uh, there's an article, an interesting piece uh, in here, one of the interviews with John Davidson, where he talks a little bit about the process of how their pictures were distributed. Because when you're looking up all the old 1970s Corman's movies, they're, they're, it's hard to know where they opened. It wasn't like even into the 1980s where they had like an opening, you know, they had a opening date, you know, and you know, it was coming out at a certain time and they're, promoting it that way. So here's what he has to say about how New World distributed their movies. He said the pictures opened on a Friday night typically. They only played in one territory at a time. We had 13 sub-distributors around the country. You'd make about 50 to 100 prints of a picture normally in the early to mid-1970s. You'd move the prints around the country. On the first opening, you'd stay in the office late and you'd start calling the theaters to see what the grosses were. An hour or two after the pictures opened, you knew what you had. Either you were going to be there all weekend coming up with a new title and new title campaign because the picture had dropped dead. Or you could say, thank God we get got 600 bucks at the local passion pit and that's going to be good enough. <laughs> the local passion pit? Yeah. 600 yep. bucks. Huh. Well, they were just going from like night to night, you know, when you're when your movies yeah. also only cost like, you know. 150 to 200,000 dollars like you know you're spreading them around the country you just need them to kind of make you know what it all what it needed to make per night as you toured it around the country so that's kind of how they were with these movies back in the day um just sending them along bit to bit however as much as corman says he didn't think this did well but also did well did good enough i found this on the um afi listing that uh there was a June 1972 piece in the Hollywood Reporter that uh, New World Pictures hoped to develop Night of the Cobra Woman into a half hour television show for the 1973 <laughs> season. Wow. What? I don't know wow. which story they could cover in this. What? I guess maybe Joanna's story. She goes back home and it's just. <sighs> All of her friends think she's fucking Looney Tunes because she keeps talking about these cobras and this monkey that turned, got all crazy in the lab and her, her foreign exchange student dad who was, or her, her host dad who was smoking cigarettes all the time indoors. And is dead and is dead now because of the venom. Right. I mean. Wow. But I don't think you would continue it after the movie. I think they would just take the movie and try to turn it into a TV show, but TV back then didn't let you have that that many titties 
on television. <laughs> well, in the 1970s, Mark, you need you could get some. You could get some. I don't remember seeing any titties in the 70s on television. Was it going to air on PBS? We don't know. I mean, then it was <laughs> fair game. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I just know, what is it like a kill of the week where a Cobra woman would just kill someone else? So that somebody else would find the Cobra woman? I don't know how this all works. Yeah, I don't know. Does the Cobra woman just tour the country? Just thumbing a ride from town to town? <laughs> she tries to find a cure? I don't I don't know. I, I, I have no clue how that would have worked. And it's a half hour so that... You get those cool crossover episodes where it's like Night of the Cobra Woman, but like they also mixed the cast from Emergency. So you got (laughs) Randolph Mantooth coming in to help her. And he's like, what the shit is happening? She's turned into a snake. Randolph Mantooth? (laughs) Yeah. That's That's someone's real name? (laughs) Yes. Randolph Mantooth? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Take that. Take that joy. Take that joy bang. (laughs) Wow, that's a porno waiting to happen. Joy Bang and Randolph Mantooth. Yep, uh, and it was going to be a half an hour, so I assume that means it was going to be a sitcom. I don't. There's so much about that story that I wish wow. I could learn more about. I don't know how that was going to be a TV show, but anyway, that's it. That wow. is Night of the Cobra Woman. Wow. Again, thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you're enjoying Night Vember. We still got one more episode to go before we uh, move on from Night Vember. So uh, check out all the other episodes you haven't listened to. If you skipped the other Night Vembers and said, I got to go straight to Night of the Cobra Woman, check out all of our other episodes. You can find them all at our website, newworldpicturespodcast.com. It's where you can find all of our information, our T-shirts, Buy a t-shirt. We don't have a Patreon. Our Patreon is you wearing our merch. So please buy a t-shirt. That would really help us out. And we'll, and what would help us out even more is if you told someone about the podcast. Let people know. Help us spread the word. And we'll see you next time on the New World Pictures Podcast. Bye, everybody.